The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. A man going on a journey called in his servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to a third one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. Immediately the one who received five talents went and traded with him and made another five. Likewise, the one who received two made another two. But the man who received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants came back and settled accounts with them. The one who had received five talents came forward, bringing the additional five. He said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I have made five more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received two talents also came forward and said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I have made two more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received the one talent came forward and said, Master, I knew you were a demanding person, harvesting where you did not plant and gathering where you did not scatter. So out of fear, I went off and buried your talent in the ground. Here it is, back. His master said to him in reply, You wicked, lazy servant. So, you knew that I harvest where I did not plant and gather where I did not scatter. Should you not then have put my money in the bank so that I could have got it back with interest on my return? Now then take the talent from him and give it to the one with ten. For to everyone who has, more will be given and he will grow rich. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And throw this useless servant into the darkness outside where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So I'd like you to imagine with me that today is your last day. That you're laying on your bed, your family is all gathered around you. That's a little scary, a little maybe depressing, a bit morbid. Well, that's a great start to the homily, right? Woo! (laughs) But you know, it, it doesn't need to be that way. We always need to begin with the end in mind. And if today were our last day, Jesus is going to ask you and me, what did you do with what you've got? And you know what? We'll probably be asking ourselves something similar because I think we all want to know, you know, When I get to the end, did my life matter? Or was it just a waste? What did I do with what I got? Will I be ready to answer that question? Well, it's a lot like we said last week. If we want to be ready, we've got to get ready. We're going to answer it. So if we want to be ready, we've got to get ready. And probably, chances are, today is not your last day. So the real question is, what 
are you doing with what you've got? Well, what do you got? First of all, resources, which is actually all his. Jesus said it's all entrusted, it's handed over to us. Five talents and two and one, which doesn't sound like a much, much. It sounds kind of small, right? But it's actually in today's dollars more like five million and two million and one million. I only got one. Yeah, you got one million. Whoa, I'd take it, right? Would you? See, the point is, big or small, it's actually all big. It's all gift. Everything you've got has been given to you. Second of all, abilities. And of course, it's the master who has given you the abilities. Unique and unrepeatable gifts and skills and abilities, but not the same, not equal, which again, maybe sounds like that's not fair, right? Unequal resources, unequal abilities. Yes, but also unequal responsibilities. And I don't know about you, the older I get, I'm glad I'm only responsible for what I'm responsible for. It's plenty. I got enough, right? So that's what you got, resources and abilities. What are you going to do? The first two servants say, Master, here's what you gave. Now here's what I did. It's the last one who says, you're harsh. You're harsh. You're demanding. You harvest where you didn't plant. You gather where you didn't scatter. You know what? You're not a giver. You're a taker. That's what he's saying. Really? That's who God is? I mean, he certainly expects from us, but he's not a giver. Where did you get the seed to sow? Where did you get your life? Where did you get those resources? Where did you get those abilities? If your view of the master is that he's just trying to extract something out of nothing, newsflash, without the master, you have nothing. But if that's your attitude, then you're wicked. You are bent and warped. You're lazy or slothful, which is one of the seven deadly sins. It's also called acedia. It doesn't mean just being a lazy bum. It's when you do nothing or you waste what you have been given because you refuse the joy that comes from God. You, you resent Him. He's harsh and He's stingy and He's controlling and He's demanding and, and it's not fair. He cheated me. He disappointed me. He hasn't lived up to my expectations. Why should I live up to his? And so you take what he's given to you and you go bury it in the ground. And it's because you don't know him. I mean, you know about him, you know that he exists, but you don't know him. You don't know his heart. You don't know his plans and his purposes and his dreams, and you don't know your place in his plans and his purposes in his dreams. Friends, God, God loves what he does. He loves it. He loves doing it. And he wants us to experience it with him. 
That's why he gives you all of your resources and all of your abilities so that you can be in on it, so that we get to be sharers, co-workers with him in the greatest, most thrilling venture of all time, saving the world. And so he says to the first two servants, well done, good and faithful servants. Enter the joy of your master. But they already had. That's why they did it. They already did it. They had, that's why they got to work right away. That's why they worked so hard. It's because they did it for him. They loved the master. Joy was their motivation, and now joy is their reward. They get even more. Well done, good and faithful servants. Here, have even more. Which helps us begin to make sense of this very cryptic saying of Jesus. To those who have, they will be given even more and they will get richer. But to those who don't have, what they have, it will be taken away. That That doesn't seem fair, does it? But what did they have? The first two already had the joy for the master. And so they were given even more. And the last one didn't have it. So even what he had, the one talent, was taken away. What are you going to do with what you got? You know, you got one more thing. Let's go back to our first reading from Proverbs. There we go. When one finds a worthy wife, her value is far beyond pearls. Her husband, entrusting his heart to her, has an unfailing prize. She brings him good and not evil all the days of her life. She obtains wool and flax, and she works with loving hands. She puts her hands to the distaff, and her fingers ply the spindle. She reaches out her hands to the poor and extends her arms to the needy. Charm is deceptive and beauty fleeting. The woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her a reward for her labors and let her works praise her at the city gates. Where do you find such a woman? Well, where are you looking? My brothers, how are you looking? If all you're doing is looking and going, oh, she's hot. My brothers, We need to look and see them as persons to see their real beauty. And my sisters, please stop working so hard on how you look and work on who you are, which is far more beautiful. Where do you find such a woman? Some of you, my brothers, can say like I can, at home. God has given me such a beautiful woman. And others of you would say, in heaven, he gave her to me for a time, and I am so grateful. Where do you find such a woman? Ultimately, she is we, us, the church, the bride of Christ. When you read Proverbs 31 through that lens, you realize this is who we're called to be as his church, is it not? 
that we would be industrious and hardworking and charitable and merciful, reliable, that we would bring to our husband, that we would bring to Jesus good and not evil. Because you see, my friends, we, yes, we are servants of God, as the gospel reading says, but we're more than that. We are also the love of his life. As Proverbs says, he, he values us beyond the value of pearls. So much so that he shed his blood, his priceless blood, more valuable than gold and silver for us. My favorite little phrase in that Proverbs 31 reading is this. He entrusts his heart to her. He entrusts his heart to us. What are you going to do with what you got? What do you got? You got resources. You got abilities. You got his heart. He's given his heart to you. That's our joy. That's the joy. And that's why we do what we do for him. Let's take that to prayer just for a few moments. We come here to worship him and to give him our hearts, but first, he's here to give you his heart. So stretch yours open because he wants to entrust his heart to you right now.